Mal and Joe are on the go to uh, any number of places today because Tip Pyle, who is public relations officer for the northern part of the United States for BOAC, British Overseas Aircraft Corporation. Airways. Airways. Sorry about that, leader. (laughs) So, Tip, uh, you know Joe, and here we are, a threesome. Where should we go today? You got any feelings, dear? Oh, I'd like to go to someplace exotic. What do you recommend? Somewhere exotic. Well, how about the Orient? What about Bangkok in Thailand? Oh, that sounds good. I like the thought of that. Well, the first time I ever saw Bangkok, I went out there to collect five elephants to fly them back to London. Fly? Fly, yes. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a costly game. <laughs> now, the, uh, these were quite small elephants. Uh, they weighed half a ton each, and um, they were needed for a circus in Britain. And we were asked if we could fly all five of them together in one operation to Britain. And at that time, we had a type of freighter aircraft, which we found we could adapt rather like a stable. We built separate stalls for all five of these elephants. And uh, I went along for the fun of the thing, and there was a lot of fun involved, because these elephants uh, were straight out of the jungle. I don't think they'd even seen a white man before, let alone an aeroplane. <laughs> but uh, they soon settled down after takeoff, and they became rather playful because we had a row of seats for human beings, and people who were accompanying the elephants, and when we wanted to get some shut-eye, we'd sit down and pull a blanket right over ourselves to cut out the light and the appearance of elephants and so on. And we wouldn't uh, be sitting there more than a minute or two with our eyes closed before, woof, the blanket would go, disappear, and we'd look around and find one of the elephants waving it triumphantly in its trunk. (laughs) (laughs) So we gave up all hope of sleeping with the elephants on that trip. (laughs) Did they have any feeling about the takeoff? Uh, Did they bat their eyes? Or Or trumpet? They they trumpeted a bit on the first takeoff, yes. Uh, So I uh, got out of my seat and went up to one of them to sort of scratch him behind the left ear or something to be friendly. And uh, I was immediately grasped in a trunk and just held there. Uh, I managed to get out of it eventually, but uh, after the first takeoff, they accepted it quite happily. But I How think long were you in flight with? Uh, well, we we uh, flew. I think it was about three days altogether, if I remember right. We had two night stops on the way to London, and uh, at one of them, I must confess, I was responsible for closing Karachi Airport for two or three hours because we decided to take the elephants off for the night and give them a nice uh, rest in a hangar on the airport and plenty of straw and so on. Uh, But on the following morning, when it was time to get them back onto the aeroplane again, we had little trouble persuading them to walk up the ramp into the aircraft. And at one time, there were what appeared to be hundreds of elephants running loose all over the airport. (laughs) And the airport controllers literally put out the message. I have a copy of it somewhere at home. I think it's so unique. Airport closed because of elephants on runway. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Is this the wildest group you've ever flown on uh, BOAC? Uh, uh, (laughs) That's a leading question, because I have flown with the Beatles. Oh, boy, from (laughs) elephants to the Beatles. And who did the trumpeting then? Well, tell us about your experiences with the Beatles. Well, I wouldn't describe the Beatles as wild, actually. They they were great company, as a matter of fact. Um, When you get to know them, have time to sit and talk with them for a while, they're very pleasant characters indeed, and most unassuming. Although they've made a lot of money, um, they really don't seem to have been spoiled by it at all. And, and when, as I say, when you really get to know them, they're, they're very nice people indeed. I should think it would be a terrifying thing, uh, the, the mobs of people who have just submerged them, overwhelmed them for years. Now, it must be hard to live with the rest of the human race. This, this was the most terrifying thing about it. It's the, the first time I've had such an experience. I was traveling with them, and every time they left the aircraft, I stepped off the aircraft with them 
and we were immediately surrounded by what seemed to be thousands of people streaming from all directions and screaming and shouting and waving. And it is a rather frightening experience. Where did you fly with them? We flew from London to Hong Kong, where they were going to make a series of personal appearances. Were they known in Hong Kong? Oh, very much so. In fact, the reception at Hong Kong was a, a fantastic sight. Uh, we were all almost afraid to step off the aircraft, I think. There were so many people waiting for them. Isn't that amazing? We, we think of you know their popularity here and in England, but I don't think we stop to realize this round-the-world thing that, that all recording stars have at the moment. Oh, yes, it was universal. But the, 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 the Beatles were easier to travel with than the elephants in some ways because they didn't have one or two tricks the elephants did. But <laughs> they I, didn't, I didn't have didn't trunks. Like well, pulling off your blankets. Huh? <laughs> well, the, one other trick these elephants had... Um, arose from the fact that, uh, for hygienic reasons, shall we say, their stalls were deep in sawdust, about an inch or two deep in dust. And uh, after they felt at home, these elephants, instead of using water as they do, sucked up trunkfuls of sawdust and blew this all over the aeroplane. I was weeks getting out of my suit. The air pollution must have been <laughs> a little involved. Three days of that could be enough to give a man a terrible sawdust allergy. Well, we did manage to train one of them for the beginning of her circus career. As one of these elephants got a bit bored, I think, with the flying. And we suddenly discovered her standing on her head in her stall. This was somewhere over the Arabian Desert. She was happily standing on her head in the stall, waving her back legs in the air. There was just room in the aircraft to do this. So we decided to uh, see if we could develop this trick so that she'd be ready for her circus career. And we persuaded her to go right on over and do the complete somersault. And she spent the rest of the trip practicing somersaults. <laughs> for heaven's <laughs> sakes. Now, are they having a good circus career now, do you know? Have oh, yes. you kept in touch? I've been back to see them several times in their circus in Britain. Uh, it said an elephant that never forgets, and I was always hopeful that perhaps they would see me sitting in the cheap seats and pluck me out and put me in the best seats in the front, but I'm afraid it's never worked that way. Maybe they didn't feel that way about <laughs> their plane trip, you know. <laughs> in your traveling around the world uh, with uh, BOAC flights, gee, this, this is a pretty glamorous airline. Do you have a favorite spot? Well, these the two places we've mentioned, one where the elephants came from, Bangkok, I think is the most colorful place I've ever been to in my life, uh, particularly the temples in the royal palace. Uh, in the bright sunshine, they appear to glitter and sparkle as if they were covered with neon lighting all over. Actually, it's just the mosaic and tile work and the brightly painted statues and golden budders and so on. And taken together, there's an area of several of these temples in the royal enclosure, and they are the most colorful, brilliant sight I've ever seen anywhere. How long does it take to get to Bangkok from here? Well, from here, um, it would take uh, the best part of a day traveling to get to the Orient, to Hong Kong or uh, Bangkok. It's roughly 18 hours to Sydney, Australia, if you go that way, or through Japan if you go through the north, and then down from there. It takes about a day. But lots of people are going that direction now, aren't they? Well, a lot of people are now taking advantage of inclusive tours uh, to take in either the whole Pacific area or either the North or South Pacific, uh, ending up at, say, Hong Kong or Bangkok. Um, nowadays, a 17-day tour, for instance, out of Chicago, 
would cost about eleven hundred dollars for a tour of that description. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, you can uh, do see you guarantee something. not to have elephants on the tour? If you insist, yes. Uh, uh. Little grey ones, anyway. I'm not going to guarantee about pink ones. <laughs> <laughs> a little of the life of a man who spends his life traveling around the world and in interesting projects, mostly flying, meeting people all over the world. A conversation with Tip Pyle, Mal and Joe on the go, along with BOAC. A special report on News Radio 78.